0: Attention passengers, we ask that you please fasten your seatbelts at this time and secure all baggage underneath your seat or in the overhead compartments. Fly over country with Scott Jennings is prepared for takeoff. I'm Scott Jennings, and here's my latest comment. I was chuckling the other day when the Aspen Institute sounded the alarm on information disorder, contending that, quote, the seams are splitting in a world, quote, disordered by lies. The Aspen elites made several recommendations on combating our information crisis in a widely covered report. It's not that I don't agree, mind you. I was simply unprepared for the farce that one of the report's co-authors, celebrated journalist Katie Couric, recently admitted to publishing brazen misinformation of her own. In October, Couric released a memoir called Going There in which she revealed that following a 2016 interview with Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she withheld a good chunk of social commentary made by the liberal icon. Why? Well, to protect her, Couric said, claiming that RBG was, quote, elderly and probably didn't understand the question. In Couric's estimation, RBG was lucid enough to sit on the Supreme Court but not answer questions from a journalist? Okay. The topic was Ginsburg's views on the racial and social justice protests gripping the United States which included prominent athletes refusing to stand for the national anthem. Ginsburg said that not standing for the anthem showed a, quote, contempt for a government that has made it possible for their parents and grandparents to live a decent life, which they probably could not have lived in the places they came from. As they became older, they realized that this was a youthful folly, and that's why education is important. I think it's a terrible thing to do, RBG said, but I wouldn't lock a person up for doing it. I would point out how ridiculous it seems to me to do such an act, end quote. Now, we didn't hear any of that from Couric in 2016. Instead, the journalist deep-sixed that comment at a time when the country sorely needed RBG's patriotic voice. The galling lack of self-awareness from someone like Couric intentionally censoring a Supreme Court justice one day while decrying misinformation the next is precisely why average Americans' trust in institutions is crumbling. If we are coming apart at the seams, the callous deceptions from our society's arbiters of truth is a core reason. Now, that's not to excuse anyone else from Donald Trump to Joe Biden to online misinformation super spreaders, as the Aspen Report calls them, but it is to question the dominant corner of our information ecosystem. Media, entertainers, sports figures, influencers, left-leaning all, who operate with dishonest impunity while smugly decrying every other liar on the field. Take the Kyle Rittenhouse saga in Wisconsin, the latest example of a coordinated attempt to create a mythology to support a narrative. Regardless of what you heard from the media outrage machine, Rittenhouse did not cross state lines with a weapon. He did not illegally possess a firearm. Now, he did put himself in the middle of a dangerous situation, in which crazed rioters, including a mental patient who had raped children, attacked him with a skateboard and threatened him with a gun. The left's prevailing narrative is that Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, a lie told by everyone from the President of the United States to virtually every other Democratic politician and pundit. The race of those who attack Rittenhouse is often omitted. They were all white to lead the casual news consumer to believe that Rittenhouse had shot peaceful African-American protesters. Also omitted is what the jury saw plainly on video, that Rittenhouse was running away, shooting the first person who trapped him against a car, the child rapist, and the next two after they chased him down the street, violently attacking him and brandishing a gun. Rittenhouse feared for his life, and the jury resisted calls for mob justice by acquitting him on the grounds of self-defense. Outrageously, part of the mob's myth is that Rittenhouse's attackers were brave heroes when the prevailing evidence is that they were mentally unstable nutjobs turned loose in a chaotic situation. But the inconvenient facts don't fit the preferred narrative. The left wants a clean story here, one in which a future KKK grand dragon earned his spurs by wading into a crowd of brave social justice warriors, mowing them down one by one. But since that isn't the story, Rittenhouse openly declared his support for the BLM movement in an interview with Tucker Carlson, for goodness sakes. They simply made one up. Even ESPN sports commentators were spewing lies about the situation on air, claiming that Jacob Blake, the original cause of the Kenosha riots, was unarmed and murdered by police. He was armed with a knife, and he's still alive. It's an all-too-common tactic. The left is good at recognizing moments to advance its cause of uprooting, and destabilizing American society. When the facts don't match up, they shape a narrative around it. Remember, hands up, don't shoot in Ferguson, Missouri? Never happened, but the ensuing riots and property destruction certainly did. The creation of these myths is dangerous. It leads to civil unrest and puts real people in real danger. It causes Americans to question our bedrock institutions, like the criminal justice system, which stands as a bulwark against mob rule. And that's the point. Creating an atmosphere of instability in which a population grows to hate its own government is exactly what some people want as they seek to discredit and bury the American experiment. Tear down the statues of our founding fathers in the name of equity and justice. Lie about the transformative results of their leadership. Create a sense of injustice where none exists. And voila, you can tear out the most successful experiment in self-governance the world has ever known, root and branch. The Rittenhouse verdict exposed more hypocrisy and bad faith than could possibly be documented. Congressman Hakeem Jeffries of New York, a rising member of Democratic House leadership, who has called for defunding prisons and ending mass incarceration, tweeted, Lock up, Kyle Rittenhouse, and throw away the key. Joe Biden, our president, who claimed he didn't watch the trial, said he was, quote, angry and concerned by the verdict. Why? Why? If he didn't watch the evidence presented in court, how could he be angry about a jury verdict? Biden has consistently botched criminal justice statements and delivered unconstitutional orders during his presidency. His words only reaffirm his commitment to the left's emerging ideology of neo-lawlessness, in which mobs, narratives, and passions take precedence over laws, facts, and the Constitution. His number two, Kamala Harris, said the Rittenhouse verdict wasn't equitable. Never mind if someone is innocent. In Harris's worldview, some people must go to jail, or worse, to balance the cosmic scales. Now, to be fair to the vice president, she spent most of her career throwing black people in jail for nonviolent offenses, so her impulse for atonement is understandable, especially with the holidays coming up. How do you defeat misinformation when it's literally spread at the highest levels of the American government and loyally repeated by armies of sycophants? If you were asking this about Trump's post-election claims, you ought to be asking it about the Rittenhouse verdict as well. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite feed. Check out scottjenningsky.com for all my latest news and comment, and follow me on Twitter at scottjenningsky. Fly Over Country with Scott Jennings is a production of Bluegrass Media Lab, coming to you from the heart of middle America, Louisville, Kentucky. If you like what you heard, subscribe to Fly Over Country on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Five-star reviews will help us keep making the content that you love. To find my latest television hits, columns, and other commentary, go to scottjenningsky.com. And you can also find me at scottjenningsky on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen... Make sure your seat backs and folding trays are in their full upright position. Cabin crew, please take your seats for landing and thank you for choosing Flyover Country with Scott Jennings.